With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a car. It's the two-door coupe that was there for your first drive. The hatchback that took you cross-country and back. And the minivan that tackles the weekly carpool. For the cars you couldn't live without, trust Amica Auto Insurance. Amica. Empathy is our best policy. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Sports Grade Fantasy Football Podcast. My name is Davis Maddock. I am joined on this Thursday afternoon by Andrew Barron. Josh Allen's playing in the snow. Justin Fields is 7,600. There are just no playable cheap players. Just really on, on the entirety of the DraftKings website, you're, uh, I mean, you're, you're really, we got nothing. We, uh, if, if you sort by value on, uh, on dailyroto.com, you're, you're getting no punts. It's, um, it's a tough scene and, and, and we are going to find a way, uh, really at this point, I'm just looking to get to Thanksgiving. Just every day is just another day closer to that beautiful day of, of <laughs> fantasy sports uh yeah that'll be fun we gotta we presumably will do a pod for that gotta gotta worry about that later but yeah this is hilarious like just looking i saw that you know i saw the matchups i looked a little at it like sunday just to be like all right what's next week oh that's cool all four alpha quarterbacks are on the main slate like it's easy just like those are the ones you know don't worry about it anywhere else and just uh just you know fields is one of them now too so we got four great no problem just jam those what the, the falcons have the second highest total on this slate what how the hell did that happen is this just all like east coast weather based i mean some of the matchups are no it's that it's that all the team it's that every team is bad and hurt and it's week 11 (laughs) and and teams are losing and teams don't care and every team is running more in the nfl now because of the too high safety stuff and teams have spent the last five years not investing in defensive tackles so no one has good defensive tackles so it's just the commanders which we saw on monday yeah it's 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 a tough scene yeah Yeah. um i mean still when it comes to quarterback it's like you've got lamar josh allen you know fields is now in that category and hurts they're all here like i kind of just want to be like just play 25 percent each i mean i understand the idea of like the the cheap guys are cheap enough and it's different enough that like i can see it happening but when all four of those guys are on the same slate, it's really hard to not envision one of them scoring 35. Yeah, I mean, I I, I totally agree. Uh, for for my money, my favorite is Hertz. Uh, mm-hmm. I think that our our friends are not going to want to play Devonta Smith to the degree to which he should be played, and no one's going to play AJ Brown because he's eight thousand dollars. And right. the aforementioned lack of value. I, I would probably rank my favorite plays uh, of this slate right now at quarterback. I'd rank them Hertz, Allen, Lamar, Dak. I, and I just won't. I mean, I'll, I'll do respect to, to slate breaker, Justin Fields. Uh, I, will, I will not be playing you at 7,600, but I wish you well, Justin. Why not? 
what's the like is there a reason you don't want to play him at 76 you just not enough track record well mostly that i don't think he can just consistently get the 100 yard bonus every single game and if you take away a 40 yard touchdown then you know it's like 10 points worse per game I, I mean, I don't know. It's, it's mostly it's mostly that you field. think the worst defensive line in football is going to be the one to do it. Though? No. And look, I'll probably I'll probably just get I'll probably just get roasted again. I didn't play Justin Fields last week at, at a cheaper price. I got absolutely spitballed. Uh, it, it'll probably happen again. Uh, my other concern is that this game ends up being done in about an hour and a half. Both both teams are just calling runs on every single play. You know, drives are taking entire quarters and the game ends uh, 17 to 14. And and there's been no punts and the clock just like like basically just acted like a rolling clock. Hmm. I mean, it is conceivable, and I do think like most sharp people are going to be like, "Oh, Justin Fields, it's only been two games, and now he's a thousand dollars more. I can't do it." But I the the what he's doing, like, yeah, I mean, 180 yards rushing a week is not going to happen, but like he's throwing enough, like he really can compete with those guys, you know. Especially you've got question marks if. Mark Andrews is very important to Lamar Jackson. Dallas Goddard, kind of important to Jalen Hurts, who Jalen Hurts is like, has less pedigree than Justin Fields does. You know, like it it could be real here. Uh, Josh Allen is maybe hurt and it's there's going to be 11 feet of snow in Buffalo. Like I'm a little scared of him. So I think I'm fine with Fields. Like the price bump concerns me, but then I'm like, I mean, this is funny, like whining, but like last week, had pl- you know, I actually played a fair amount of Christian Watson, and it was all on stupid Josh Allen teams because of the money it saved me. And it's yep. like if Justin Fields had been a little more expensive, I probably would have had some Christian Watson on Justin Fields teams. But I mean, I'm going so it hurts for me. Number one, I think he's the he's kind of the highest optimal anyway. His like actual red zone rushing, like he is their goal line back in the way that we like joke about with Josh Allen. Like he really is. He's 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 awesome there. I. Lamar is, you know, pretty similar. I like like that right there as my number two. The one concern is the Carolina pace a little bit, but whatever. Fields him going three, and then like, I don't know. The Allen thing is going to be interesting. I want to talk through it a little bit with you, but like, if it's, I mean, if it's that bad weather wise, it's probably scary. I don't usually shy away from weather, but if it's that bad, that's that's another thing altogether. And that plus with the injury, plus he's been pretty bad lately. Plus he's the most expensive of all of them. Kind of like. I think I might go dip back my one bomb guy to be uh to be uh Mr. Dimes once more. Dimes Dimes actually seems like a pretty strong play because yeah. I actually think that in this slate Dimes gets to 24, it it literally might not even matter if Josh Allen and, and Lamar and Hurts get to 40 because there there might not be a guy at 3800 who gets you enough to make up the difference or whatever. Like you might need a bunch of five thousand, six thousand, seven thousand dollar players, and dimes, dimes might be enough. It's possible. I do. I mean, I think you're pretty screwed if like any of these guys on their top wide receiver combined for fifty five. Sure, sure, but, sure. Um, and that's that's very likely. But I just you know, dimes is going to be five, six, eight percent owned, and that I think the hack with him, like I talked about this last week, I ended up doing it incorrectly where I had a lot more Galladay than Slayton, and whatever, yeah. Dimes put up 19, so it wasn't like a, and what, yeah, everyone was drawing dead to Justin Fields. But the thesis of the play, uh, as it were, on uh, Daniel Jones last week was, mine was like, don't, it's not enough to pair him with Wandale. I don't think that Greg Dorch type output brings along the quarterback. And so I think you needed one of the outside guys. And I ended up having 
you know, a little more Galladay than Slayton, um, which was a bit of a bummer. Not that either of them really mattered anyway, but I think that's the that's the way to do it. And Slayton had the big play, and that's how Daniel Dimes gets there, is he makes the one long, long play, which is something that Wandale is not really gonna do, and he you know, and he runs quite a bit. And that's that's I think totally fine again this week. I think Daniel Jones and Slayton Galladay seems like it's like it's over, over. I was kind of being like, eh, dip my toes back in. Why not? But and, so. and, and then Mariota yeah. is cheaper than all of these guys, and he's on the second highest total. What do you think? Yeah, Wandale don't want to do it. Yeah, Mariota, Mariota can't get to 30, literally incapable. And probably can't can he bring London? Can he bring Pitts? I don't know. Pitts Prob- he can't. We we're, we're Pitts, gonna talk Pitts, about Kyle Pitts, Pitts for a Pitts, while. Yeah, yeah, Pitts he can. I I mean London. London, I don't, I don't believe has a twenty-point game up until this point of the season. Not that he couldn't do it, but it feels yeah. feels um, unlikely. Yeah, it was another what, like three for fifty-eight at plus the touchdown last week, where it's like, eh, it's pretty good, but I don't know. Yeah, it, it looked like it was his thing was going to be a little more scalable early, and it really, it really hasn't gone up much. Yeah, uh, I mean, I'm not really into Kirk Cousins. Not really into. I I know people are going to be on Pickett this week. He's been running a little bit, whatever. No, I just I don't know. I'm not getting deep enough into the combos. I I think, I I J- Jones is the only guy at the top three. I I I think I'd be interested in not playing. I don't know. It's it's Thursday. Maybe I'll change my mind. Yeah, Dak and Cousins are. I mean, I I do kind of like that game. I think I'm going to prefer the running backs from it. They're just an awkward price. Like I'd rather dip all the way down because. They're because not only are they like a thousand dollars more. All right, breaking breaking Daniel news. Jones. Breaking Ooh, news. Buffalo Cleveland uh is getting moved to Detroit. So that game is now gonna be Browns, Browns Bills is now taking place in a dome. So that total that was open at forty eight, got down to forty one. It's probably gonna go up to fifty, I'd guess. Uh, in a dome, you like you love to see it. Uh, okay, okay. Is that like is it on the board right now? Has it come on? Let's see here. No, I mean this literally like this is within like the last yeah, five minutes. Forty two and a half right now. Um. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, obviously Josh Allen is really good, and that makes it a little like even more what I was saying about I don't want to play Kirk Cousins or Dak Prescott because you know they're not like they're a little bit cheaper, but. To really get them to smash, you've got the CD Lamb and Justin Jefferson are pretty expensive. I just don't think those combos really have enough outs to do it. And Daniel Jones, it's like so cheap. You can do it. You're doing it with Darius Slayton or whatever. You're doing it with a 4K receiver as well. And it's, yeah, is it way less likely to work? I mean, the floor is so much lower for Dimes and Slayton than it is for Cousins and Jefferson or Dak and CD. But I think the seal, the ceiling per dollar is like, is higher on the giants. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think you're, um, I think you're probably right. Yeah. I, I honestly, at this point, I mean, I, I will probably just Josh Allen in a dome. Got to see, yeah. got to see what happens to ownership, but feels, feels it, this good. might go All... to my, my original first instinct, which was like, okay, we've got the, you know, we've got Lamar, Josh Allen and Hertz, which are the best three fields has really pushed himself into that tier. Just, those are the guys just don't, don't bother with anyone else. Cause those are the guys that can score 35. Yeah. Uh okay. Running back. Uh man, boy do I wish there were a lot more good plays than there are. Um the the guys who are I currently like re- it. There's so many failure points. Like it's it's kind of 
You can well, talk it's, yourself it's pretty, into some pretty hockey similar, stuff. It's pretty similar, pretty similar to last week where there were a very finite number of guys projected really strong, and one of them, two of them, totally busted. Right, Kamara and Damian Pierce, both not um, in optimal. So this week, the guys on DraftKings getting positive value projections: Joe Mixon at seventy four hundred, Jonathan Taylor at seven point eight, Ramondre at sixty seven, Kamara at seventy six, Josh Jacobs, Tony Pollard, and Damian Pierce, obviously. Tony Pollard, I, I've not put Zeke back in the projections yet. If he practices in full, on because he practiced last week too. If he practices in full on Friday, I'll move him back in. Okay. Yeah, Pollard has is looks like insane leverage right now, but that is just because of the um, – because uh, we don't have Zeke. And Ever, everyone else has Zeke back in. Does. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so Taylor, top optimal probability, and he's actually like I don't think he'll get all that popular. He's seventy eight hundred. It's a huge price bump. Eagles are a monster defense. I can get there just because I think you know he's definitely in that top tier. And well, is he as attractive as Mixon or Ramondre? I don't think so. But yeah, I think I think he's fine. Mixon is probably my favorite play up top. Um, Pittsburgh stinks. Mixon's getting a lot of work. He. Wow, you like yeah. you like the guy who scored five touchdowns in his most recent game? Yeah, that's your, that's your fine. that's your that's your official position. Um, Absolutely. I mean, second I'm, in the league in runs inside the five behind um, Jalen Hurts. So, well, just let me helpful. tell you this: for touchdowns. Brian Robinson is priced at fifty three hundred. He he doesn't look oh, like chalk right now. Let oh. me tell you: you you get to your contest on Sunday, this fella is gonna be. 20% owned in in your daily fantasy contest. I I feel very confident he is going to be the late Sunday steam guy. The touts are going to start talking about it. Houston oh, historically bad rushing defense. Uh, uh yada yada so on and so forth. I love to hear this because I definitely wrote down that we need to talk about the Washington running backs and Yeah, I'm jamming. Antonio, I'm, prefer- yeah, I'm jamming A Gibson. Yep. I think he's a better I think he's a better play cuz it's like truly a split just a dead even split as far as the rushing goes and the snaps go. But Gibson will catch a couple passes. It's not like the like what I talked about a lot earlier in the year when we were having our Damian Harris versus Ramondre arguments, where it's like, yeah, but Harris does get preferential treatment on the like true, true goal line work. And that's not the case here. It's just whoever was in that drive, you know, it's not they're they're dead split even since Robinson has come back in those opportunities. It was the same last week. There was like five rushes for Gibson in the red zone and four for Robinson. And then Gibson has the, you know, the slight, the, the receiving work too. So uh, Houston's, yeah, they're God awful. And Gibson's also got better, like big playability. So if Robinson's going to be chalk, I love it. I love it. Yeah. I mean, look, I'm, I am just guessing, but I feel pretty good about this guess is, is, is where I'm at. Uh, Okay. I'm, I'm really intrigued by that. I like it. Cordero Patterson and, Damian Williams are, or not Damian Williams, David Montgomery uh, are both leverage on fields. Uh, Patterson is, is just, you know, grinding out 18 carries, 66 yards and two touchdowns. That's keeping fields off the field. And David Montgomery barely play is Algier out or something. So Patterson came back off the IR played 33% of the snaps, but got 14 touches and two rushing touchdowns. Then as a 31 year old, coming off of his first time getting tackled in six weeks. They played four days later, so they limited his touches and played Algier and Huntley more. I'm pretty confident he'll be back up to the 50% lead dog over. I I think um, 
Caleb Huntley is going to get squeezed quite a bit. Al- Algier should be should be fine, but I think the Huntley stuff is going to pretty much go away. So again, mm. we're we're guessing, but that's my guess. Yeah, I if that becomes the narrative and people want to do that at all, like I think I'm I'm off of it. It, it yeah, it's like Chicago is such a terrible run defense. They're home favorites. They got the second highest total. It's going to be the third once the Bills go back up, but ugh, uh I don't I don't know, man. I don't think I Whatever. I, I've really never played Cordero. He's like one of the like it just never has worked where I've played I've ended up playing him. And every once in a while he goes nuts. Yeah. Uh, I think I'll be fine dying on that sword or whatever the phrase is there that I mangled because I like doing that. Uh Josh Jacobs. Sure. Whatever. Can't can't get excited about the Las Vegas Raiders against Denver. He's fine. He's he's totally they, fine. They have a nineteen total. And he's yeah. seventy five hundred dollars. Like, yeah, the workload's great. And if they score, I, I it's probably, great. I probably would play Jamal Williams against the Giants at six thousand. Honestly, that's probably yeah. A couple other stabs. I mean, I'm not making any of these plays, but Michael Carter and Damian Harris in that uh, Jets uh, Patriots game. I mean, Damian Harris one percent owned, mega leverage. Uh, sure. The Engle- the Patriots are touchdown home favorites. Pretty classic he spot. Played, he hasn't been back to playing in a while, right? He came he back hasn't. and then he got sick. He, he So he came back from injury and then he was sick before their bye week. Okay. So. Yeah, I mean, I think that, that's actually, I like that then. That's a good that's a good stab to take because Ramondre, I think, will end up being one of the two or three most popular. People are prioritizing the expensive receivers this week. So it's definitely a leverage build to try to go to do more expensive running backs and try to save it receiver. I mean, that is, it's roulette. It's ugly, but you know, there's probably yep. a few receivers who are going to spike that are cheaper. So. Yep. Um, All right. Well, let's figure out these high priced wide receivers, uh, Cooper cup removed from our decision. Um, so our projection on CD is super bullish, like way more bullish than other sites, but I'm looking at it and I don't, fun what is like i'm looking at i'm looking at my projection i'm like this projection is fine so i wonder i i don't know i will i will look more into that but i'm literally sitting here looking at all the inputs and they all look fine by me maybe it's that he yeah. has two percent market share of rush which is his market share of rush on the year anyway i don't know i gotta i gotta figure no, the out. inputs the inputs are good i'm i think you're i think you're fine dude it's his his usage is elite it's just as good as all those other guys you know, he had Cooper Rush throwing to him for a while, and he kind of ran bad for a while. CD's right up there. I think he's totally fine. I would definitely be prioritizing him in cash, I think, but he's probably going to be very popular. Uh, I I don't know if uh people I don't know if people will play him in cash. He he got he got bumped up, uh, and people are going to play him on Ross St. Brown. People are really going to want to play sure Stephon Diggs now. Um. Yeah, yeah that's a good and point, actually. The the cash the cash wide receivers, I I bet now are probably going to be Diggs, St. Brown, McLaurin. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, obviously, I don't know what I don't know what projections are going to look like. Yeah, I mean, like so my, and this is something with our projections in general because of the way they're all set up. But we we tend to skew a little high. We tend to skew like five to ten percent high, just because of the way the thing is built. But mm-hmm. I, I am I am like a point and a half higher than the 
the market aggregate on CD, which I'm actually, honestly, I'm fine with. Whatever. Okay. Yeah, I mean, historically with us, like, I went back for a long time, and including, like, the old days when it was, you know, like, Dick and Leone and who are now the established the run guys or, you know, uh, even back then, we tend to over-project slightly for fantasy. Um, you know, it's always, like, a little bit a little bit high you know like we're projecting five yards more than a than a prop oftentimes um because we're projecting a mean not a median and they're right they are uh right skewed like the higher outcomes are there so like you know the 50th percentile projection the median is going to be actually lower than like what we're projecting because we're trying to project because what we end up projecting is an average so it's a it, it ends up a little bit high um but that's okay yeah, I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot, right? There's uh, Jefferson and Devontae. Like, I think Devontae's going to get talked about a lot because he's no one, two no monster smashes in a row. No one's playing this dude. No one's Pat- playing Devontae again? Patrick Sertain the second. Okay. He's a lot. He- Patrick Sertain the first? Uh, yeah, it's his kid. He's, I think he's, I think he's allowed, like, seven catches in coverage or something all year. I don't know. It's like something insane. I mean, obviously I'm not the guy to talk about wide receiver cornerback matchups too, but he is, he is like destroyed uh, everybody all year. I mean, the yeah. most owned, the most owned wide receivers are going to be McLaurin CD uh, and, and St. Brown for sure. And then there's a huge drop off uh, that the thing that feels the worst to me that people are doing is Jonathan Taylor's going to be chalk. And I think that's good chalk. I don't think that Paris Campbell is good chalk. In fact, I think Paris Campbell is bad, bad chalk. Yeah. Oh my God. He's like, he's been very frustrating over the years as well. Cause when someone goes down, whatever, he's just, he's the slot receiver. So his role doesn't change when one of the outside guys goes down. He's just been being used in better ways lately. I think he's, he's okay. Um, I'd rather play Michael Pittman as my bring back in a Hertz stack. Cause he's pretty cheap and he's got, I mean, Michael Pittman needs double digit targets. He has like two 30 point games on the year and he like in three of his last four games, he has nine targets and has put up like 11 fantasy points. So, but once he gets to double digits, both times that's happened, it's 30 points. So, uh, I don't know. Pittman just, I would much rather play than Paris Campbell. I just kind of can't get there, but maybe that's my own long-term bias, but not really for me. Not really for me. DJ Moore, very cheap. Nice run back in the, uh, Baltimore, in the Baltimore game. He's just, it's his team is terrible and that's been a real problem but he is like cd he's got the you know 30 percent market share targets 100 plus air yards every week like it's really good usage can Mm. someone throw him the ball Mm, i mean i don't know can baker do it probably not although that has been the weakness for the ravens is they've they've struggled against deep passing not that baker is that good of a deep passer uh i'll be playing I'll be playing 0.0% of Cortland Sutton, whether or not Jerry Judy plays, no interest. The The Denver Broncos are the worst offense in the NFL. They are uh, worst in uh, total points by like 20. I mean, it's 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 really embarrassing. Uh, I like Garrett Wilson a good bit. I really, I mean, really, I, I like Nico Collins. I would like him a lot less were he uh, 5% less owned, but what can you do? Do you think the Broncos are that bad or it's a little more like Green Bay where it's like, eh, they're pretty bad, but 
it's also been a lot of like running bad in the red zone because I mean they've moved the ball okay they're putting up yards Sutton gets you know he's another guy who's got close to 100 air yards a week I do think the weeks are coming for him but I don't know I mean the Denver Broncos and yards per play are worse than the Giants the Texans the Jets the Panthers I mean they're they're, they're they are closer to like the Sam Ellinger Colts than they are to a good offense. It's 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 pretty bad. Uh, no, I mean they they've certainly been bad. And I and and more importantly, I think they can win this game like seventeen to ten or whatever. Like the the Raiders seem like an imploding ship. Like the this game, if I had to rank all games in the main slate in term and probability, their odds to to you know go go nuts. In terms of scoring, this would probably be my bottom one. Okay, yeah, I'm not like super excited about it. It's a pretty, you know, it's a pernicious environment overall. You got going into Denver and like the, like, I don't know, McDaniel stinks. You playing? You playing? But... You playing Ben Skoronek or uh, uh, Van Jefferson or or Allen Robinson removing thirty percent of the target share from uh, the Rams offense? I was going to ask you, uh, no. should I? No, no shot. If I was going to play one of them, it would be Skoronek. Uh He's got the best price, and I think he is the most natural fit to play in the slot. Like, Van Jefferson's a deep route runner. I mean, I don't know. Or maybe playing in the slot allows Allen Robinson to finally create more than one yard of separation. He's like, he's like the worst separator in the entire NFL. So maybe playing against linebackers in the slot allows him to get some separation. Maybe. I mean, the other problem is the Rams offensive line is just an absolute train wreck. And the Saints yeah. secondary has really struggled, but their their front seven is still pretty good. So I think they'll be getting pretty strong pressure. It's, I mean, is Stafford definitely coming back? The, there was a report today that he is, yeah. Okay. they have, I mean, they have an 18 total. <laughs> it's quite bad. Uh, I can get into Olave, though. Um, sure. I dug in a little just because, like, you know, his – his usage was so good that we were like, okay, this is like Justin Jefferson level could be, you know, just a best player in fantasy kind of stuff. And it's not been good lately. It's, and it seems like Dalton's been really bad, but I remember early on uh, checking PFF and being like, Oh, Dalton's actually playing pretty well. According to them. Like when they go in and actually look at each throw, he's still rating well for them. He's still putting up like a 70 grade every week. He has, Listen, they're, are they the be-all end-all? No. But do they watch every single play and go there and check it out in a way that I won't? Yep. So he has six interceptions on three turnover-worthy throws in his last four games. So it does seem like he's running pretty bad. Um, I also think Olave is not the type that will get, like, Jalen Ramsey shadow coverage. He's like a little burner. So I think him running down the field getting a couple bombs from Dalton is in play. He's expensive enough that I don't think it'll be very popular either. 6,800 is a little bit of an uncomfortable price tag, but yeah, no one, no one, no one's playing him. Um, As I mentioned, Devonta Smith is my favorite wide receiver play of the slate. So I'll be playing a lot of him both with Jalen Hurts and without him. Yeah. And and, and Jahan Dotson, Uh, Terry McLaurin going to be stone shock Dotson. Came off of being injured, played limited snaps last week. Should be, I, I think, should be back to full snaps this week. And 
he's pretty good. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just think that so McLaurin is awesome. Yes, he's got a 32% market share of targets, 115 air yards in the, the per game in the four games since uh, Heineke took over. But man, uh, it's just Houston is so bad as a run defense. And we watched, you know, like everyone saw in primetime, like what happens if they can do it, like they are happy to continue running the ball. And if they can do that with a lead and just salt the game away, um, that is to be fair, I think maybe a script that favors Brian Robinson a little bit more, but I, you know, they ran 41 times against the Eagles and held onto the ball for 67 of the 60 minutes. So I think that that is what they will probably try to do and should be relatively successful against Houston. So if McLaurin ends up being 20% owned or something like that, uh, Pacheco, my guy, some of the slack thing just won't stop going off right now. Um, I, I would be, uh, quite a bit under on that, I think. Yeah, I, that, that seems fine by me. So tight end generally not really that interesting. Most, most weeks it, uh, it doesn't matter, but double tight end is going to be, I mean, as it was last week, super popular ended up being the shipper, right. Ended up being double, double tight end and ended up winning, uh, the Millie maker and the spy, I believe. Um, okay. So this week, going to be the same deal. Hayden Hurst, big value. Dalton Schultz, big value. I'm definitely not playing Tyler Higby. I would play a little bit of Dulcet. I mean, I, I actually think all these guys are fine. I think I'd play all these guys if they were eligible at wide receiver. Hurst, Schultz, Higby, Dulcet, Fryermuth, Pitts, Hawkinson, Juwan Johnson, Foster Moreau, Tyler Conklin, likely, and Oliver if, if Andrews doesn't play. I mean, all the best. You know, because DraftKings has boosted every wide receiver up in salary but -hmm. whatever their you know if tight end then max x you know 10 percent x of previous week salary or whatever like whatever Mm -hmm. function they have left for tight end pricing in their algorithm means that well the wide receivers are escalating in price tight ends of a similar caliber target range and everything are are also not escalating yeah you got the it's been this way for pretty much all year where it's like okay kelsey and andrews can be over six thousand dollars but no one else is allowed to be um yeah i think i think it's really compelling to stack Pitts and Komet and justin fields like play them together um in that game that's not going to be sneaky or anything but i don't think people are really going after it because fields gets a huge price bump 4100 for cole Komet is not something people really want to do i don't think he's been so cheap for so long but he sure is getting a lot of work. He's definitely the first guy um, that Fields looks to in the red zone. I do really like Mooney as well, actually. I did want to mention that um, in the wide receiver stuff. They're, the rest of their wide receiver core has been confusing, to say the least. Like, they got, you know, we were talking last week, and it's like, ah, it looks like Pettis is going to get put on ice. But then they're working Pringle back and Claypool. Like, they're all... Pettis didn't really see his workload go down that much. Equinemius St. Brown, those guys are all playing, like, 30, 40% of the snaps. So it's really just Mooney that's out there all the time and Komet that's out there all the time. So I think you can, unless you want to get really cute in your, you know, when you're playing hundreds and hundreds of lineups, you can dabble with the others. But I do play hundreds and hundreds of lineups. And I think I'm mostly just sticking to Komet and Mooney to stack with fields. Yeah, but Komet might not play, bro. Oh. He's banging. He should have interrupted me. I didn't know that. (laughs) Is that why he's such great leverage? I got to I got yeah. rope to hang myself. Yeah, I mean he he could end up playing or whatever. The 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 problem is though is that I don't see there's not like just because of what you were saying. I was going to let you finish your point so I didn't have to go through all the snap share stuff, which is that 
doesn't I mean Mooney cannot play, Komet cannot play, it doesn't really matter because they're just gonna play like nine guys. They're gonna have Trevon Wesco in there and and in Keel Harry will be back and active and Khalil uh, Herbert's out, but but Tristan Ebner will be, you know, it'll just be and and they don't I mean Jones. Just yeah, Justin Fields' best game, uh, most throws per game. I think he's got one game above thirty attempts. Like it's, it's all it's all efficiency based. So I don't want to play Valus Jones in a game where I'm trying to get efficiency. Yeah, I don't even want to double stack him like Fields. I think it's it is a lot of a lot of that. So I'm with you there. Um, Isaiah likely, yeah, he's really good if Mark Andrews is out. I don't I don't think I want to go there if Andrews is in because. Oliver is their blocking tight end. He's the one that's in line all the time. Like Andrews and likely both play like 70% as slot receivers. So they're not lining up in line at tight end. And Oliver is the guy that does that. And I don't think his job will go away. I do think likely gets kind of screwed if Andrews plays. So, yeah. And I have a feeling people are going to talk themselves into like, well, he's as good as a wide receiver. Why don't they play him at wide receiver? And it's like, "Mm, it's it's not going to work. Never, you know, that just, People don't play other positions, you know, that's really not what happens because, um, you know, the wide receiver is a, is a premium position and tight end just has very different skills. So I don't think generally that would work. And like my, people are my, McCaffrey, Alvin Kamara should play wide receiver. Those guys would be the worst wide receivers in the NFL. If that was their full-time job. Yeah. My pro my take is I will play Hayden Hurst shock. I'll play Dalton Schultz shock. I'll play Dulcich fire with Pitts. Pitts seems pretty appealing at 4,400. If, if Kyle Pitts is going to be 11%, but the thing I will not do is I will not play Tyler Higby chalk. You, you can't make me and I simply won't do it. Guy, guy stinks. He, he, he legit stinks. Yeah. Okay. So on this slate, I, for the last month, the last four games in air yards per game, this is in all positions. It goes Justin Jefferson, Stefan Diggs, DJ Moore, CD lamb, Devonte Adams, Terry McLaurin, AJ Brown, and then Kyle Pitts. So he is getting that workload. He is catching two of nine targets every week, but like that's unsustainably impossible. I think Kyle Pitts is a monster play this week. They're downfield targets. Like they're just not hooking up. I know Mariota stinks, but like you can't be that bad. Right? He's 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 pretty bad. I know, but it's like it's impossible. It's like when Trey Young, remember like Trey Young's rookie year when everyone was really frustrated to play him in in DFS because he was shooting like 18% from no Shay like, well, he... Gilgis Alexander is the way better example of this where he's taking like 27 shots per night making four of them but then the one right. night a week where he made 50% of his shots he, he was like he scored like 60 right yeah yeah well and there's it's just like these guys are not these guys are not going to be NBA players if they're not there and Trey Young was the you know fourth overall pick so it's like you know there's the pedigree is there Kyle Pitts like is going to do a little better here um there's going to be some some spike weeks, as the uh, as the kids like to say. Yeah. Do you want to tell Dalton Schultz, or is he too expensive for you? No, no, he's he's a good play, but he is just super owned. So I, I I probably would prefer to play him in game stacks as opposed to a one-off. I would any lineup where I was playing a different game stack, I would probably just play Pitts, who's a hundred dollars okay. less. Uh, yeah. D- Pitts is definitely the the premium one-off here. I think. Yeah defenses uh i mean really just don't don't play the steelers that's just really all i got for you steelers will be 40 percent owned in your single entry contest maybe more 
Uh, I do really like the Raiders actually against the Broncos. Not not one person on earth wants to click the Raiders, but uh, at, at aforementioned, the Denver Broncos stink butt. Yeah, uh, the Rams and Saints are both like 3K or less against each other. Um, Houston and Washington are both pretty cheap against each other. I mean, Washington's 3,100. Like, that's fine. Like, they're actually pretty good defense, and they've been really good lately. Mm-hmm. Davis Mills is, is bad, you know? Like, it's the, the Texans are a really, really awful team. So, I think there's a fair bit of upside there. Uh, I think you could do um, – I think you can talk yourself into – Cleveland at 2300 especially now that it's in a dome I think the snow almost would have made people want to do it more because like it keeps the points down a little bit potentially for Buffalo but like when it's slippery and gross out like that then the interceptions or the fumbles like have a harder chance of getting returned so Cleveland like has some real playmakers they're very fast defense and Josh Allen has made has been like a bonehead lately if that continues at all you know 2300 I'd rather play them than Pittsburgh one tenth of the ownership and the exact same price. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that, I think that seems fine. Um, favorite stack of the week, Jalen hurts. $2,500, yeah, $2,500 tight end. Jack stole Grant Calcaterra. I don't care. Uh, cause Dallas Goddard's out. I Calcaterra is the pass catcher. Jack stole is literally a right tackle from the university of Nebraska. And he looks exactly like what you think a tight end from the university of Nebraska would look like. Um, Calcaterra went to OU was a Mackey candidate retired due to concussions, came back a year later or 18 months later to play for SMU had like eight seventy receptions as a senior at SMU drafted in the NFL. He's good. Cool. Uh, yeah. I mean, Philly is definitely mine as of press time for sure by like a long shot. And then Chicago is number two um, going with fields. I like that game for the bringbacks a little bit better. I really, really like Kyle Pitts. I think that that he's going to have a 30 point game, just like Christian Watson. I was banging that drum all week and then finally happened. And thank you, by the way, because I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's going to happen. But I, he was pretty far out of my mind at that point that you got me to like really, uh, stand on my own ground a little bit and be like, all right, I got to play this guy. And uh, the smash was there. It was great. Uh, and then Buffalo, I'm I'm very curious to see how it shakes out with Buffalo. Like what their own, because Diggs was already looking popular, but what their total gets back up to, what their ownership percentages are going to be. That's that's a lot of, that's really, in, that's really big information that we don't currently have. But obviously, we will keep all of that stuff. Well, updated. those those dudes. I'll just tell you right now, that game is going to get jammed. Amari, Donald, D- DPJ, Donald Peoples Jones is going to end up being super popular. Uh, right, and if it's D- and if the Bills get to a twenty nine point total, they should be. They're going to be the highest optimal probability stack. I'm just interested in is he is it is Allen to Diggs going to end up with both with like Allen at eighteen percent and Diggs at twenty eight percent because that might be a little much. Uh, but if it does, that also really, really is going to depress the ownership on Hertz and Fields and Lamar even more. Those guys are awesome plays too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's it. That's all I got. You got anything else? Uh, not really. Just the Giants. You can go there. Oh, and the props tool is up up the at sportsgrid.com backslash NFL. Pro- I don't know. If you just go to sportsgrid.com, there's a uh, menu drop down that will show you NFL player props. 
Uh, we have a model for that. It's it's running. Things are good. Get some edge if you like to bet on prop bets. You can have my computer tell you which ones uh, we like the most. Show enough. All right, everyone, we're getting out of here. I'll be back tomorrow with Rich. See y'all then. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Every day, our world gets a little more connected, but a little further apart. But then there are moments that remind us to be more human. Thank you for calling Amica Insurance. Hey, uh, I was just in an accident. Don't worry, we'll get you taken care of. At Amica, we understand that looking out for each other isn't new or groundbreaking. It's human. Amica, empathy is our best policy.